Homebase is super excited to announce the launch of our new Homebase online company store. The holidays are around the corner, believe it or not, and Homebase has swag for you and yours. All the proceeds benefit the care provided to our veterans and their families. So show your support now by visiting store.homebase.org to order your branded apparel and accessories today. Welcome back to Homebase Nation, the show where we find military and civilian amazing people who continue to all share one thing in common, service for those who have served. I'm your host, Dr. Ron Hirschberg, and thank you so much for listening. So today, on a Zoom call, I'm joined by Homebase's own Marine veteran, Brendan McCaffrey, with two special guests, Marine Corps veteran Colonel Bo Higgins and Navy veteran Chief Petty Officer Abby Malco who both work at a company I think you've probably heard of, Amazon. Bo is Senior Manager of Military Talent Acquisition and a Marine veteran of 25 years. Abby is Senior Program Manager in Amazon's Military Affairs, a combat veteran, and a 2018 Bush Stand To Presidential Leadership Scholar. Amazon is pledging to hire 25,000 additional veterans and military spouses over the next five years. And we're pledging to train 10,000 additional veterans and spouses in cloud computing. We believe this is the right thing to do for our veterans and spouses. And for Amazon, it's the right thing to do as well. That's their boss, CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, delivering a call to action for the hiring and transitioning of 25,000 veterans and military spouses between 2016 and 2021. Both Bo and Abby would agree with Mr. Bezos with the mantra he preaches. Think big, deliver results, and at all times have a bias for action. These are some of the key 14 leadership principles that have driven the success for Amazon. But they are also the same principles ingrained in those that join our military. So it did not surprise me that Abby and Bo have taken on these roles within this giant of a company, just like they did on deployment. So here's our conversation with Bo Higgins and Abby Malco, and we dedicate this episode to all of the Amazon warriors or the military Amazonians who have served or continue to serve. Thank you. It's, it's, uh, it's truly great to have you guys on. I know that um, uh, you've worked together, but you're, you're separate on Zoom right now, and I'd love to hear that uh, about what brings you guys together? Uh, I know two things do, your military experience, but also Amazon. And we wanted to kind of dive into that. Um, I, there's, a, there's a quote that I saw, uh, Colonel Higgins, that was really striking. And it was, uh, it was actually, um, I'll read it out and you probably know who wrote it. We actively seek leaders who can invent, think big, have a bias for action and deliver results on behalf of our customers. I think you know who yeah, said Jeff that. Bezos. I got that one. Exactly. <laughs> it's in all our briefs. I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's probably in your PowerPoint presentations. A hundred percent. We had a opportunity to work at a field hospital in uh, Boston called Boston Hope for COVID patients. Um, this past spring. And the MTF came in and uh, 
really connected with us uh, like something I've never seen before as a physician. It was truly remarkable to see that team of people come in, see what they needed to do, and get the job done, and then get out. And uh, when I look at people like you that are trying to connect that military culture into the civilian world, into the business world, I should say, I can now see it a little more clearly. So I wanted to open with that, and I'd love to hear from both of you about um, that drive every day to, to hire people, to work with people. Tell me yeah, about I mean, that. I guess I would say, you know, it's, being at Amazon has been great in that, you know, the support for the engagement of hiring and retaining veterans comes from the top, right? The quote you read off comes from Jeff Bezos. Um, in, in any company that wants to invest in hiring veterans or retaining veterans or engaging veterans, you have to have buy-in from the top to be successful, right? So, you know, when, when Jeff Bezos went to the White House back in 2016 and he made a pledge to hire 25,000 veterans, and that was really the impetus for the creation of the team that, you know, Abby and I are on now, right? Before that, Amazon did some stuff in the veteran space, was kind of ad hoc and all over the place. Um, we certainly, I think the company always realized the value of veteran, but that commitment, you know, really spurred us to action to, to kind of create some formal processes to make this happen. And the easy answer is to see that veterans are being successful at Amazon. We have some amazing examples of folks that have come in and are now vice presidents here. You know, Sarah Rhodes, for example, leads Amazon Air, right? So the skills that veterans have are, you know, invaluable to Amazon. Um, and I think the other thing about Amazon that's, you know, that, that our, our whole company is founded on 14 leadership principles. And, and that quote you read off lists a couple of them, but those leadership principles are really mm -hmm. the core of what Amazon is all about. And many of those leadership principles are very familiar to veterans. So the idea of being able to think big and deliver results, mm -hmm. those are things that we do naturally, right? So it just makes sense that a company like Amazon that's growing so quickly is going to invest in hiring veterans because veterans you know, exemplify the leadership principles that we're trying to hire for anyway. So, right. you know, it then becomes our job, I mean, you know, my, our team's job to then find them, engage them, um, and make sure we're setting up for success once they get here. And it's hard. I mean, it's not like it's in, it, although you have those leadership qualities, it is still quite a leap from the civilian, from the, you know, the, the, the military world into the civilian world. It is hard to kind of jump that gap. So, right. you know, we spend a lot of time, not only on the, the focus on finding and hiring veterans, but also then on retaining and engaging veterans as well. Abby, is that something that um, a light bulb went off for you too, that it made sense, as Bo said, about the military background? sort of connects right into the Amazon culture? Yes, I definitely think so. Um, I think, you know, there are some differences in, in our culture versus the military culture, uh, obviously, and, and, and 
Bo can speak to that as well. Um, but, you know, when I first came to Amazon, I was always hoping that we were going to do something in military mental health and suicide prevention. And, you know, we finally got there. And it's great to see the company taking action um, on this and, and having that that real strong bias for action. So that's one of my favorite leadership principles. And we're not going to sound like an Amazon commercial, I promise. But bias for action is one of my my favorite leadership principles, as well as deliver results. And I think that the military community can really speak to those two in particular, because we're used to being leaders from the minute we join the military. And if we can't deliver results, someone's going to be yelling at us, right? So, you know, that's the, the whole crux of the programs that I helped build at Amazon was really because of those two leadership principles. And I think those are the things that the military community can really identify with. When you were when you enlisted in twenty, it, it was two thousand one, right? Mm-hmm. Was that something that you felt defined you before you were trained? Uh, absolutely, I think that I had to have a bias for action only because of personal circumstances in my life. Right there, you know, mm-hmm. I lost my father at a very young age. There was no way that I could afford to pay for college without the military. Um, so I was working two jobs and going to school and I was like, why should I kill myself when the military can help pay for it? Right. Um, but I had no idea that 9-11 was going to happen either. You know, I joined literally three weeks before 9-11 happened and it happened when I was in boot camp. Um, you know, I joined very naive. I didn't ever think I would go to war and I, I, that's all I ever did when I never been on a ship only only been a war. So, you know, it definitely backfired. But I, I, I'm so proud of my service, though, because I, I was so willing to say, yes, yeah, send me to the hard places, send me to the tough duty stations, I can do it just because I'm a female doesn't mean I can't do it. And I always felt the need to, to one up as much as I possibly could. So yeah, I do think bias for action was always there. Huh. What about you, Bo? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily thought of it that way when I joined. I mean, I, I, I think for me, when I joined the Marine Corps, it was back and, you know, date myself a little bit. So it's, you know, 1990. So it's a couple of years ago now. Um, I, you know, I, I almost viewed, I viewed joining the Marine Corps to me as um, wanting to test myself. Um, I thought I'd do it for like three and a half years and just prove that I could make it. I think that was kind of part of it to me, right? Uh, my dad had been a Marine, so it's been something in the back of my head. So I just wanted to sh- see that I could do it too. So, um, but, but over time, I think you definitely, you, you know, the, the Marine Corps and the military, you know, instills that in you, right? It builds those leadership qualities in you. And you, you then look for those opportunities to, to have a bias for action, right? Um, I think the interesting thing I'll tell you, though, you know, and, and I, I joke about it, uh, in the military, as much as we value folks that have a bias for action and, and getting things done, um, the, the military can also be somewhat bureaucratic, you know, at times, Right. Whereas in, in, you know, in Amazon, in the civilian world, you definitely have the ability to do things faster. And that, that bias fraction actually can come in. You can do a lot more, I think, in the civilian world more quickly than you mm. could a lot of times or get things done on the military side of the house. So you know, the more senior I got in the military, I may have had a bias fraction. You couldn't always 
actually deliver as fast as you would like. So it's been, I think, some ways refreshing to get to a place like Amazon where you can actually utilize that bias for action on a day-to-day basis. That's really interesting. I, I, I wonder if we could make that analogy at home base. You know, home base is, uh, and I, I'd be kind of curious if Brendan and Joyce's thoughts too, but we're a, um, you know, an, an organization that started about 11 years ago from Mass General Hospital and the Red Sox after going down to Walter Reed and seeing the, uh, uh, the need in 2007, 2008. Um, and there's amazing things that VA has done. Uh, but at the same time, it's like the private organizations that saw the need, you get stuff done. Um, and I think that's an interesting paradox. The fact that, you know, yeah, back to that action statement, you know, this is how you get things done, but maybe not as efficient sometimes. I think it intersects a lot with our community, right? You know, I think Bo and Abby both mentioned this is that Amazon didn't necessarily shift its culture for a, a mass influx of veterans, but their culture set themselves up for a mass influx of veterans. And I think it's the same thing with home base is that whether it's political leaders, mass general hospital leadership, or the folks from the Red Sox, they all have that, that same type of bias for action and moving forward. And they may not be the right person to solve the problem, but who can we get at the table to, to do that? And I feel like that's still some, still a lifeblood of home base. I feel like at our core, we're all problem solvers as we kind of see the shifts, especially in mental health. You know, um, with COVID, we were no, no longer able to have outpatient clinic visits. We weren't able to engage with our patients at all. So we had to come up with a real quick way to, to turn it around. And then home base became a, a media production company with uh, what we called Operation Health at Home. And it was essentially our kind of clinicians putting together content on uh, nutrition, workouts of the day, mental health skills. And that's, that was our new way to engage. And I don't think that would have happened without that kind of instant need to, to move forward and problem solve. Uh, I think some of the buzzword of, the, of, the, of 2020 <laughs> is really pivot. And I think that that's one thing that our Navy and our, our Marine Corps uh, guests here know a thing or two about. Um, stepping back, so in 2016, the head of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, uh, put out a pledge, I believe. 25,000 veterans was the goal to hire. You certainly heeded that call. And, um, and I know, Bo, you were working. Uh, I, I saw somewhere, I, I heard that you were um, putting cables down or helping a cable company for a couple of years to actually put fiber optics in Amazon facility itself. So that was sort of the serendipitous connection to Amazon. Between the time I left the Marine Corps six years ago and, and joined Amazon, it's been two years where we've a company that like you said, manufactured and installed fiber optic cable. Um, and we did the install work for Amazon's two big facilities here in the Tampa area. Um, it's funny, my, my goal of engaging with Amazon after that was I wanted to sell more fiber optic cable. So I started calling my friends at Amazon and saying, hey, who's the guy that's in charge of buying cable? <laughs> and I sell it to him, you know? And it, right. it, to me, I use it in the, because I'm involved in the talent acquisition world, it really relates back to just networking and, you know, talking to folks and being engaged because, you know, 
me reaching out to my friends that were at Amazon, just, you know, timing is everything, right? Led them to say, hey, I don't know anything about who the cable guy is, but we, we, we need to find somebody that can come in here and, and lead our efforts to, you know, recruit and hire veterans. And I think you might be great at that. So it's just, you know, timing and, and, and networking is, is so important in anything we do, uh, I think, in life. Um, and that's, that's kind of how it all kind of started for me. So it was not, uh, my, 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 my process or path to Amazon was not intentional. Yeah. Kind of was happenstance or serendipitous, uh, but worked out great. And obviously been able to, uh, you know, be successful here the last four years. So it's just funny how it all kind of works out. If you've ever seen Bo at an event, networking is a understatement. That is not a, that is, that, that it puts shame to the word networking in, in yeah. Bo, Colonel Bo Higgins at an event. Uh, and Abby, you know, talking about mental health. So that's just one segment of, of the care needs for veterans. Um, walk me through a little bit about your, your day job. So as, as far as um, uh, in, in veteran affairs, tell me more about that. I mean, it's really a, a saga, really. Um, <laughs> so it's it's like Bo, very serendipitous. I, I came to Amazon accidentally. Um, I wanted to always do something in suicide prevention. I was working at Intel at the time, and mm -hmm. we were working on a project using artificial intelligence um, to redefine the Facebook algorithm uh, to identify veterans at risk for suicide and then connect them to specialized care. Right. It was an AI for good initiative. And I was doing that through the uh, President Bush's program, the Stand to Veteran Leadership Program. And so I really came to Amazon thinking there would be potential for me to do more in suicide prevention and mental health. So they hired me to create an entrepreneurship program. <laughs> oh, wait, so can I, sorry to interrupt. So yeah. that's a pretty big deal, the, the Bush initiative, mm -hmm. right? So uh, this was an award, it was 2018. It was 2018. Yeah, it was the inaugural class of the Stand to Veteran Leadership Program. And I was selected because I worked previously on the Hill uh, for the Clay Hunt Suicide Prevention for America's Veterans Act, which was passed into law. So as you can tell, suicide prevention has always been uh, very near and dear to me. Um, and yeah, so I was in that program and, and met an Amazonian on the military team. And um, that I applied and, and hired, thankfully. Um, but then I was I was really hired to right. focus on entrepreneurship, not suicide mm. prevention and mental health. So speaking of pivoting, uh, I'm still working in military entrepreneurship. But I was approached last October by Rally Point, which I'm sure you're familiar with in the Boston area, um, for a project that they had that was very similar to the Facebook project, where mm. how can we identify users at risk for suicide on rally point um, and then connect right. them to specialized care. So that's how the work really began. How, how do we try to dampen down those 22 suicides a day with, with the tools that you, you work on? Yeah, I, I think, you know, the work that we did with the Rally Point Project and then another work we're doing with Stop Soldier Suicide, we really need to be able to collect more data and analyze the data in a more effective manner. Um, you can already, you already know that there's not a lot of data that exists outside of the VA and, and think tank studies that show where the high risk veterans are. Almost 47% of veterans who could be at risk for suicide never even seek help. So how can we as right. a company 
identify them through technology and then be able to connect them to care? How do we overcome that stigma through leveraging our technology? It's identification that's really a huge issue. So how, how let's say you identify, you have a better handle. You have a better, better handle and you decrease that 47% down. What do we do then? Are there well, then ways we, at Amazon that you can actually uh, get get care? Well, we're not providing the care. We're rather, oh, sure. rather, yeah, but rather we're partnering with organizations, you know, such as Stop Soldier Suicide, for example, who can provide the care to anyone that's at high risk. But I also have ideas, big think big ideas. That's another leadership principle. Think big where we can leverage Amazon devices to help provide telehealth services to veterans in remote areas. How can we partner with the VA more effectively? Because there is still a large portion of veterans that rely on VA healthcare. You know, we cannot right. ignore that population either. Um, there's a, just a lot of ways I think that we can really use Amazon's technology, but we're not going to limit ourselves to just being a technology solution either. Sure, sure. Wasn't there an, is there an Alexa? Um, I know this is an Alexa, but is, is there a way to in, incorporate her? <laughs> we can speak to her. Her, yeah. Uh, oh, they actually have done a lot of work with Alexa since the beginning of COVID. Um, the goal, the, you can actually do telehealth sessions through Alexa on your Echo Show, for example. Um, you can even ask uh, Alexa, Alexa will send you reminders here. You need to refill your prescription. Here's your doctor. You're, you're due for your doctor appointment, et cetera. Cause so many people do forget that. Right. Um, there's so many ways you can be able to actually call 911 through Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if the suicide prevention hotline turns into a three digit number, that would be so effective too. Right. You could then call, you know, let's say it's 711 hypothetically call 711. You know, so there's just so many ways you can you can uh, increase access to care through Alexa. Right. Uh, do you, how do you work together, hiring the new people, Bo, and and bringing them into the program? And uh, is there a connection between the two of you? How you engage and then sustain that type of work ethic and uh, community? I think the I think the thing we can do in, in the way you know that Abby and I and the rest of the team work together is, you know, from point of hire forward, what do we do to educate our veterans? You know, what do we do to get our veterans more engaged back into the community? The reality of Amazon is not one big company. It's more like a dozen different companies under one roof. You know, from AWS to operations to studios to Alexa to Lab 126, they're all kind of like independent entities. And we're trying to be this centralized, um, you know, military focused entity for all things military. And the more we can educate our own veterans and utilize awesome, you know, Amazon technology to get, you know, veterans involved back in the community. I mean, that's a win because, again, I think, I think we have the luxury of having a name that everyone knows. Everyone knows who Amazon is. I mean, Amazon is a lifeline for folks overseas in the military, right? Amazon on bases these days. I mean, everybody knows Amazon, right? So if we get things right, whether, that, whether getting right means hiring them or retaining them or educating them or fixing suicide prevention or at least working on that, 
I mean, that's the connection is that mm. if I can get them in and I can help educate more veterans and Abby's programs or all the programs that we're working on, and that just kind of continues to spread the word in a good way out in the military community, right? So that's probably the, 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 the real connection. It's not a, a day-to-day hiring sure. piece that's related to suicide prevention, but it's more of a, hey, if you're a veteran Amazon, you should be aware of all the things that we're doing and also being someone that's going back out to the military community and sharing the good news, if you will, of, of things that we're trying to do to improve the larger military communities. We, I think we, 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 we certainly view it from our team that our, our goal and our vision is to be the most military-friendly company in the world. That's mm. what we want to be. Mm. We talk about the 1% of the country that's military and the 99 that's not. Is the percentage of Amazon similar? You look at salaried employees, we're at around 7% um, are veterans. So a pretty good number. Um, really? You know, it's, yeah, more than, more than most and more than our the federal requirement uh, is about is 5.7%. So we beat the, the federal goal for hire when it comes to just salaried employees. Um, a, little, a, little, a little more challenging when it comes to the hourly side is to get the pure scale. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty good number. Abby, uh, if, when it comes to military spouses, um, do you find that there's a, um, uh, is there a culture that is within Amazon where, um, you know, we, we hold really dear to our hearts at home base, working with veterans, working with military spouses. Is, is there uh, once, Bo brings them into the program. Do you engage uh, with the families at all? Are you speaking from the entrepreneurship or the, the mental health? Uh, from the entrepreneurship side. For spouses, um, we actually created the program when I was hired by our old director who's now retired. He really wanted to create the program to be a spouse program initially. And he saw that entrepreneurship could be a form of employment. How, you know, and it's a job that people can take anywhere. You know, you can run your business from your home if you want, right? Um, and he saw that the spouse community was really scrappy in that regard, and they were running successful businesses. So I initially scoped the program to, to be focused solely on military spouses, but then I saw it would be a missed opportunity to not include all the military veteran entrepreneurs as well, right? So... Yeah. You know, we always keep the spouse component in mind when we create anything, if not, you know, one of the bigger priorities. And we also have a colleague, Beth, who focuses on all of the military spouse hiring initiatives that we have. Mm -hmm. So, so yes, to, to your answer, absolutely. Well, then what about mental health? You know, uh, we commonly talk about the, the, uh, the concept of tribe. Mm -hmm. So the folks that Really, it's your brothers and sisters that you were overseas with. It's that cohort of people. Um, we know, I think, Bo, you were touching on about the, um, uh, the military branch, or not branches, I should say, but the, 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 the uh, military is everywhere within every branch of Amazon. Um, is there a camaraderie? Is there, is there a sense that you have what was that tribal connection in your squad, but at the workplace and with each other? 
I, I would say we we do, but I, I would say COVID has definitely impacted it for sure. Um, because when I, you know, I used to work at Amazon in Seattle before moving to DC and we would have regular happy hours and meetups with the other veterans at Amazon. Not only was it a great way to connect with other veterans, it was a great way to network within the company uh, and learn from each other because it's an enormous company, right? And I think we miss that that social interaction, that human interaction. You can you could go on all these Zoom calls, it's great. But at the end of the day, we still need that human interaction. And I I, I personally miss it. I am, can't wait for the day to go back to the office and, and mm. collaborate with other people again. Um, but we're doing our best to create virtual programming throughout the year to bring veterans together. Um, it's but nothing can replace physical interaction though you can never create the life experiences you have in the military right it's just not it's not it's not possible but we do want we we you know we try to build that as best we can through our amazon warrior uh resource group um so it's not the same but it's it's something and you know the idea of also not only of taking that resource group and giving back to the community that's what you miss i think that's what everyone I think in the military, you don't appreciate how much you, what you do has a intrinsic value to it where you're giving back all the time. You don't even know it. You're just part of it and what you do. And then when you don't have it, you're like, wow, I'm, I, I feel like a little empty here. How do yeah. I give back? So we try to replicate that as best we can with our employee resource group. So it's not the same, and I think we do as best as we, we can with it, and I think it's important to have it. Um, so it's, 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 it's good, it's just different, and it'll never yeah. be as good as it is, you know, being in the unit you're with. You should never replicate that. There's that sense of belonging and uh, purpose that I think is the double-edged sword of going to fight. It's an amazing service and my hat's off to everyone that does this and all the families that stand up to support their loved ones. But the transition's tough. Um, it's, it's, it's not just a sense of purpose like you were talking about, um, but it's also the brotherhood, brother-sisterhood, right? And uh, what I think is interesting is that Amazon itself probably has a, a sense of brotherhood. Is that do you, do you have that sense? We do in a, you know, in a, maybe a weird way. I mean, it's, it's so big that you don't know, you don't know everyone, obviously. It's not like you have this small unit feel, but your team has it, right? So our military affairs team, we certainly have that, I think, camaraderie. Um, and you're proud, I, mean, I certainly am proud to be part of Amazon as a whole. Like, you know, it's, it's different than being proud to be in the Marine Corps, but certainly, you feel at Amazon you're making a difference, right? That you are you are moving the needle, and you know whether it's to help veterans or to help anyone in the world, you know, get a better customer experience. You feel like you're part of a company that is truly putting their money where their mouth is to make a difference, to mm. make people's lives better. So at it, at at its core, you know, I think you can be proud of that we're doing something that's that is. For good, for the good of mankind, right? I mean, there's the, that's, I mean, maybe it's kind of high in the sky, but I, I certainly feel that way. 
No, I think Amazon, when it was initially thought of, was a pie in the sky that just got bigger and bigger and bigger. It's one big pie. You know, this podcast is about serving those who serve. And so when I look at what you guys have done, Bo and Abby, is I, I think of your service to your country as one thing. And I think of the service that you provide, the, like you said, the, the, the greater good is another thing. And then there's a third thing. And that's really, I think, the service for veterans that are coming in for employment and changing their lives and uh, not just giving them a job, but it sounds like there's a transition process. Yeah, I think, you know, Abby had mentioned all these, you know, high-level projects that go into suicide prevention, but steady employment and support at your at your employer and being able to have that work-life balance are suicide prevention um, tactics. You know, these these are all things that end up leading to improved livelihoods, improved mentality, and hopefully reduce suicide rates among the veteran community. Yeah, especially as like people are so unemployed, you know, the future's uncertain with with COVID. And I will say everyone on the team, we will always help a veteran or a spouse get hired at Amazon, even if it's not our job. And I personally have helped quite a few folks get hired into Amazon. And, you know, just like people help me get hired in Amazon, I, I like to pay it forward too, right? And I agree with you, Brendan, it's, it's so important. So I think what our team is really trying to tackle is how can we holistically look at serving the military community you know we don't want to focus on just one thing only to benefit amazon we want to focus on on the 360 sailor as we call it in the navy right um i i that's exactly why we work in things like suicide prevention which has been accelerated now due to covid and the company is really starting to take notice to hey we need to talk about this more we need to do more work in this space um and, and it's the future is so uncertain you know, we don't know what it's going to, what it's going to bring, but it's, it's really looking at the holistic component, not just one aspect. The thing that I see with veterans and the challenge they have that leads to mental health issues, I think in some ways is that uh, it's what I call the Shawshank Redemption factor, right? You were somebody on the inside in the military, right? You knew your place. You, 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 you knew your rank, you knew your job, you knew how to get stuff done. You know, if you needed to get a weapon or, you know, get a vehicle or orders, you, you knew how to get stuff done. So you're very independent. All of a sudden you leave that, that comfort of that group or that team or, you know, that organization and you come to a place like Amazon that is speaking in leadership principles and a weird culture and there's dogs all over the place and, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it can be like overwhelming, you know, and I think the, the natural reaction for many veterans, and this is maybe non-veterans too, but I see with veterans, they're like, all right, you know, I'll just, I'm going to put my head down and I'm just going to grind it out like a deployment and I can do this by myself. I don't need to ask for help. And the more you try to do it by yourself and don't ask for help, the more you're going to fail. You dig yourself a deeper and deeper hole, you know, and I think or being dependent makes them feel vulnerable and they don't like that, right? So you have to get over that. If you're gonna be successful at Amazon, you have to ask for help because it's, it moves so fast at a pace and speed and scale, no one can catch up with. You're, you're not expected to know it all, but yeah. you need anyone gonna come up to you and say, 
oh, Bo, it looks like you're having a bad day today. Maybe I can take you. It's not going to happen. You have to ask. If you ask, people will bend over backwards to help you, but you have to ask. I think that's what veterans have a hard time with is that, you know, feeling that somehow that if I ask for help, I'm weak. If I ask for help, I'm weak, right? It's not. That's, that's actually going to make you the most successful is to ask for help. But it also ties into, for my lens, the, the talent and retention of veterans at Amazon. As, as, as soon as they start asking for help, the better they're going to be in their job, you know, and, and I think it all ties into the mental health piece as well. Yeah, and the leadership that you uh, possess and that you give to the, to the company is important because to hear that from that level, that it's okay to ask for help is key. You know, what, what you guys have done for the veteran community and the military community at large, uh, I'm so impressed. And, and I think that, uh, you know, as an organization that combines the civilian military culture together, of home, that's what home base does, basically. Um, we try to optimize care for veterans, but utilizing um, all aspects of, um, of the civilian military uh, talents. I want to commend you guys for what you do, um, because on a, on, a, you know, on a different type of space, you do a very similar thing. So thank you very much, and thanks for your service. Well, thank you for having us and, and thank you for all the work that you're doing as, as well. Um, hopefully, you know, when we have discussions like this, it only helps our, our community overall, right? We don't want yeah. it to be an Amazon commercial. We just want it to be able to help, help our community overall. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Yeah. This is fun. And uh, uh, let's keep in touch, all right? Really great to meet you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you to my guests today, Colonel Bo Higgins and Chief Petty Officer Abby Malco for your service and for everything you do for veterans and military families every day. Many thanks to my co-host today, Marine veteran Brendan McCaffrey, and to the rest of the Home Base Nation team, Steve Monaco, Carrie Ann Krause, Charlotte Lucky, Mo Roderick, Dan Berg, Natalie Benelli, and Dee Dee Kearney. Thanks for choosing to listen to Home Base Nation. As we wrap up 2020, we'll have another episode by the end of the year with Brigadier General Jack Hammond, who's the executive director at Home Base. We want to talk about this uh, this year specifically. And I can't thank you enough for listening. This has been a whole year of episode content. Um, you know, we're, we're really trying to build this show. If you like it, please tell a friend or family member. Uh, we would love uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. They are very important as we as we grow to the next uh, season in 2021. And we'd love to hear from you. So please email us anytime at homebasenation at partners.org. Thanks so much. Homebase Nation is the official podcast for Homebase Program for Veterans and Military Families, a partnership of the Mass General Hospital and the Red Sox Foundation.